Well, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to this week's installment of What to Do. I am your host, John Gillick. It is indeed a pleasure to be with you each and every Friday as we talk about things that are happening in the world around us. We talk about some things in the world of sports, entertainment, and just anything that we can do as a human to make our worlds better. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. It is the 27th of November. I want to thank some new folks who are brand new to the show, who are going to be joining us for hopefully a long time. Some new people have reached out to me and said how much they enjoy listening to the program. Uh, And again, if you want to get to be a part of this, this is free to all of you. Uh, You can get in touch with me by checking out AOL, JJG5150 at AOL.com. Or you can catch me on Facebook on the What to Do page. And uh, you can reach me there, or you can reach me just by friending me on Facebook, John Gillick from Scotch Plains, New Jersey. As usual, we are coming from the Myello and Manzi Insurance Studio. And if you need some insurance, and those are the guys to talk to, you want to get in touch with them, 201-991-0028. Again, that is the Myello and Manzi Insurance Group, and we are broadcasting from their lovely studios. Um, Black Friday. Here we are. The holiday season has officially started uh, with the arrival of Santa Claus. Now, I'm one of those guys. I'm one of those old school people that, you know what? Um, The holidays do not begin until Santa makes his appearance in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, um, which was a little different this year. And we'll talk about that. We'll hit on that a little bit. But uh, as I've said in the past couple of weeks, I haven't really minded the uh, commercialisms, uh, the the whole idea of the holidays coming earlier. I think we started seeing some holiday commercials right near Halloween. I didn't have a problem with it based in the world that we live in today. I think anything that brings us some sort of closure to 2020 and some sort of idea of the festive season, I think it's good for the mind. I think it's good for the soul. Um, And that being said, I want to wish all of you a very happy Thanksgiving. Um, Hope your table was loaded with some delights and uh, your belly is full and happy and family is well and people are doing better. Um, Saw a really good post on Facebook about Thanksgiving and the quote is a day centered on gratitude. It is good and healthy thing. Amidst all of the upheaval and uncertainty, there is much to be thankful for. That is definitely uh, some very, very true sentiments and uh, some some wonderful ideas there. So, again, happy Thanksgiving to all of you as we enter into the holiday season, officially into the holiday season. We will get to our football picks. We'll get into the world of sports. There is a lot COVID-related material to talk about. Um, more and more districts in the state of New Jersey are turning to virtual learning. Um, you know, and that's another decision that, you know, some of these superintendents, they have to make, whether it's the popular idea or not. Uh, it's it's something that they have to go through and make sure that they have the safety and well-being of their staff, faculty, and uh, students in mind. So a lot more of that is happening. Uh, in, in the COVID world that we live in, sports, we're starting to see more cancellations and postponements in college football. Um, we're seeing some in the professional ranks. Pittsburgh Steelers against the Baltimore Ravens. Um, 
was supposed to be last night, the marquee matchup for the NFL on Thursday night, on Thanksgiving night, got moved to Sunday at 1 o'clock. Now it's been moved to Tuesday night, uh, and they will play on Tuesday night, hopefully, if nothing else uh, springs up between now and then with the players catching COVID. Um, As I said earlier, we are definitely hitting the holiday season, and the holiday season this year is going to look a little different. Uh, based on what you know, we're, we're seeing in terms of traveling, in terms of staying home, getting people to understand that this COVID business is really spiking. It's starting to get bigger. Um, spoke to a friend of mine today um, who made a, a very, very uh, good comment about places that were on strict quarantine about six months ago are seeing larger spikes in the return of the COVID-19 um, issue. And I, I think that's very true. Reading an article this morning, I saw almost the same exact thing for places that were locked down tight. I mean, like clamped down, nothing could have gone on at all. Nothing um, are seeing a greater rise in COVID-19 cases. Hospitals in certain places in the United States are at the breaking point right now. Um, you know, we just need to do the right thing, gang. And if that means not visiting family, um, I, I'm all for that, you know, and obviously I can't tell you what to do. And this show has never been about telling you what to do, just giving you ideas on what to do. Um, you're going you're gonna to want to kind of think a little bit about the overall health of you and your family. Um, for instance, my mom is 77 years of age, lives down in Tom's River um, in a nice 55 and older area of Tom's River. And, uh, you know, we couldn't see her for Thanksgiving. We just, you know, my wife and I can't take that risk. And we we talked at length yesterday and it wasn't, you know, obviously wasn't the same. You know, she's hosted Thanksgiving for many, many years. Um, but it's better to be safe than sorry. We can always celebrate Thanksgiving and we can always celebrate family at other points in, in, the, in the timeline, in the calendar. So, um, you know, we just got to do the right thing, gang, and make sure we're taking care of ourselves and our families and uh, our neighbors and people around us. Um, heading into this holiday season, more and more purchases are being made, obviously, online. Um, you saw how Macy's sponsored the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Um, Sadly, there's going to be a host of Macy's closing in 2021. Um, you know, they just it, it can't survive. These these standalone stores cannot survive. Uh, the Internet, obviously, Amazon has beaten them to a place where you didn't think it was ever going to happen that you would see a Macy's or another department store close down. But the ironic thing about some of the closures is that these stores are in malls that are dying. Uh, no one's traveling to malls anymore. No one's visiting malls. And, you know, for COVID reasons, social distancing things, um, nobody's going to malls and malls are dying. And therefore, the stores that are attached to the to the malls, the anchor stores, are sadly going away because just nobody's coming out to, uh, to go shop anymore. But you can take uh, joy in the knowledge that a store that went away many years ago is coming back. Uh, but it's coming back online, and I'm talking about Tower Records. Uh, Tower Records was the go-to place if you were looking for that album from that artist for that specific purpose, whether it be in the world of rock, pop, jazz, classical, whatever your fancy musically, what you wanted to hear, whatever you wanted to get, whatever you wanted or needed to get, 
musically, you could find it at Tower Records. Well, now they're back online. I believe you can look for them at towerrecords.com. Um, and they are just like going to the store, I suppose. Uh, they have all the old graphics back, including uh, the old T-shirts that they used to sell, the old classic black and red Tower Records T-shirts. Um, they're definitely um, making a comeback online. Uh, purchases have been well, well in, in over 100% sales uh, since they've started their retail comeback online. Um, so again, if you have that fan in your life who loves music and loves um, a specific genre or some idea that they have for classical music or some idea of a, of a jazz record or a pop record or whatever, it might be a nice Christmas gift for somebody who gets that world to get a gift certificate to Tower Records. Um, another thing that came across uh, that's online uh, is Kathy Valentine of the Go-Go's. Uh, did a thing with a place called the Songwriters on Process. Uh, it's a group that interviews different songwriters, and they talk a little bit about their background, and they talk a little bit about um, what they are doing currently and what they might be doing in future product projects that are coming up. Uh, but Kathy Valentine has a terrific memoir out called All I Ever Wanted, and it talks about um, playing in the Go-Go's growing up through that period of time and what she's currently doing now. Um, if you have someone in your life who's a big fan of that genre or just um, wants to know more about people like Kathy Valentine, who were amazing songwriters and still continue to this day to write great songs, um, that might be a nice gift for that person in your life. Um, it was very cool watching uh, the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Thank you, PBS, for putting that out for free. Um and I think that was really cool of you folks to do that. So thank you so much for seeing it. I know they're doing the Christmas one as well. Uh, that'll be on, and the Charlie Brown Christmas will be on PBS. I believe we're looking at uh, November or December 13th. Yeah, PBS and PBS Kids will have on the air, 7.30 p.m., um, that's Eastern Standard, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. So again, we'll have the opportunity to see those beloved, um, those beloved cartoons, for lack of a better word. Uh, but we'll be able to see that and 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 remember our childhood, hopefully. Um, again, Macy's Thanksgiving Parade, Thanksgiving Day Parade was on yesterday. Now the big rub here was that some people in New York were able to get out and and see they had police barricade up uh, between the building and uh, the parade route, which was really just a block and a half or two blocks. And it wasn't a long extended type of thing that they normally do, obviously. And we have to rethink how we're doing things, uh, at least for the foreseeable future. But anyway, um, people were disappointed that they didn't see uh, what people were seeing on television. That's because some of it was pre-recorded uh, and then NBC put that in, in the context of the, of the show. Um, the only negative thing that I, I felt from the performance, from the, the parade, from a viewer standpoint was the sound just seemed a little off, but you know, you got to see, and, and the other thing that was really cool about it was they paid tribute to the parades that didn't happen during 2020. So for instance, the fire department, the Emerald society, pipe and drums, they were able to perform 
they didn't get to perform in St. Patrick's Day Parade. The uh, lesbian and gay marching band, they got to perform because they didn't get to perform on the, in their parade. Uh, many different multicultural acts were able to perform because their parades were canceled. So I think that was pretty cool how they invited those groups into doing uh, the show, into the parade, as well as all the Broadway things that you saw, um, which you normally typically see. Uh, the floats, um, I think... They, you didn't see the cars or the trucks or whatever they use, the vehicles attached to the balloon attached to the, to the vehicle. Um, but that's what they used to support the balloons as they made their way down the, the line of march. But um, it was kind of cool that they can control the balloon so you're not having it crash into buildings. And there has been horror stories over years of a balloon ripping midway through the parade or crashing into a, a street lamp and causing it to fall to the ground, injuring people. Uh, so they may have figured something out there with, with that. And I think that is a, a pretty cool thing if they can get that to be the norm. I know it kind of takes away from the employees or people who are doing what they do. Uh, but again, you're, you're thinking about the future and how we can maneuver through this world we live in now. And, you know, that's part of the, the deal. You know, same thing with teaching. I was talking to a friend of mine who was a longtime teacher who just retired. And he asked, because I don't know how you guys are doing it. I don't really understand how it's all happening. And, and I said, we're, we're taking it literally day by day. Uh, there is no other way to describe it. That is obviously, it's a new world to venture into the virtual learning type of situation. But, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta see the obstacle and, and think of it as an opportunity. Um, and I, and I'm, I keep that in my mind as I go into class every single day, um, knowing full well that this is an obstacle and how do we make that an opportunity? So uh, that's one of the things that I, I use in my own world <clears throat> to get through it. But nonetheless, music is what keeps us going, I suppose. And it's always going to be there for us. It's always going to be something that defines the times and it's going to be something that uh, makes us think about good, think about bad. Um, music is always going to be there to help guide us through that. And with that in mind, uh, the new Springsteen album with the E Street Band has been nothing but amazing. Absolutely amazing. Every single song on that album is just absolutely stellar. You'll be able to see Bruce and the E Street Band on Saturday Night Live. And I believe they are performing on the 12th of December. They are the musical guests for Saturday Night Live. So all you Springsteen fans out there, lock into uh, Saturday Night Live on December 12th, and you will see Springsteen and the E Street Band um, perform songs from the new album. Um, and who knows, he always has some some uh, tricks up his sleeve, I'm sure. Uh, the time he performed on, on Saturday Night Live and he had Paul McCartney come out and play. They were doing some holiday-type tunes. Uh, I just think that's a lot of fun. If you have a Beatle fan in your life, and this is a really big one, I can't believe it's the 50th anniversary of George Harrison's All Things Must Pass. Uh, they re-released some things from there, uh, and it is out uh, it is a stereo mix of um, the the uh, title tracks uh, from that album. So again, a, this is a must-have for a Beatles fan or even a George Harrison fan. And I tell you, you know, when you listen to the Beatles music and that talking about bringing you to a certain place and time in your life, I'm sure everybody has a relatable moment to uh, 
think about a Beatles song that has been in their life. Um, whether you're a fan, whether you're a casual fan, whether you're like, I don't know about the Beatles. I was more of a, this kind of band. Um, there's always one, at least one Beatles song that we can always latch onto. And sometimes those songs bring us hope. And sometimes those songs make us think about, um, how we can do better, how we can make things better. Um, I think that one of the interesting things that I've seen in recent years, um, has been the rise of these, these reality shows and things like that. And, and this is not exactly Beatle related, but when you watch these singing shows and you watch these talent shows, usually somebody comes up and does a Beatles song, a rendition of, and it's always interesting to see people's reaction. They just, they, they just know that the the music from that group was soul searching. It just really spoke to you as a human. Um, watched a great show. I've been watching a show with my wife now for the last year and a half, I suppose. It's been on The, the Masked Singer. Um, and it was really interesting to see Paul Anka was a part of it and how they reached out to the older generation. And uh, yeah, he was great. Sounded great. Obviously, he got uh, voted out, I guess is lack of a better word. Um, but I thought it was great that instead of these young hip artists and things like that. And, and, and there were some people on there I've never even heard of um, just their new dynamic performers and things like that. But to have a guy like Paul Anka kind of was uh, kind of was fun to see that it was kind of uh, kind of a, ja- a gas there to, to see what uh, Paul Anka was, was doing there with uh, with that show. So good, good for that mask singer. If you haven't sent, if you haven't checked it out, I strongly suggest you check it out. It's a really fun show. It really is. It, it takes your mind away for an hour or two. So, you know, you can get into something else. Here we are with our the NFL themes. Wow. We're at this part of the show already. Can't believe it. Okay. Going into last week, I was a record of 14 and 7. That record has now been changed to 15 and 9. And the big reason why is I only had one win last week. Only had one win. And that was the Chiefs Raiders. I gave you the Chiefs over the Raiders. Um, and the Chiefs won. So uh, this week I picked out three games that I think are going to be really outstanding games. Um, the first one up the Giants at the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, three and seven Giants at the two seven and one Cincinnati Bengals, who are using a third string quarterback due to the injury to Joe Burrow. Um, I'm still thinking the Giants are going to win the NFC East. That's what, at least what I'm thinking. And to do that, they start out with a win over Philadelphia last week or two weeks ago, and they'll start that winning train, continuing it into Cincinnati. I think they're going to win on Sunday. I give you the Giants beating up on Cincinnati. Probably the biggest game of the weekend. This is a battle for first place in the AFC South. you got the Tennessee Titans coming into the Indianapolis Colts, who are ranked second in defense. I'm going to give you the Colts to take the win in first place in the AFC South. And then a rematch of the AFC Championship game, Mahomes versus Brady, except Brady is now wearing a Tampa Bay Buccaneer uniform. I am going to give you in this game the Kansas City Chiefs, Look to go 10-1 and one on the season. So there are my three picks for the NFL for week number 12. Giants over the Bengals, Colts over the Titans, Chiefs over the Buccaneers. If you're a betting person, we don't do the line. I know some people have 
wrote have written to me and have asked me why don't you include the lines in this why don't you include that that's not what this show is about we're not about that i think it's fun to do these picks this was a listener type of thing that someone had uh suggested and i think it's a really good suggestion i think it was fun to do because we do touch on the world of sports uh we do talk a little bit about the world of entertainment obviously uh, we do talk a little bit about some other things that are happening so might as well include some things like this uh for the picks type of part of the program but uh you know it's just a little fun thing to do we don't do the we don't do the um, betting lines i'm not into that whole scene i'm just into more of like just pick the teams and and let's let's go our way with that so there you go there's your picks for the week for the nfl week number 12 uh some things in the world of entertainment that are happening uh we got some some really interesting things happening in the world of entertainment um one of the things i told you about was paul anka being on the masked singer which i think that was amazing how uh how he he was able to do that and and do it well um some other things that are on the radar here is that you are going to see uh, a new host eventually for Jeopardy taking over for Alex Trebek, who sadly passed away uh, recently. Uh, right now, they're using the young man who was the greatest Jeopardy champion of all time. He is taking on the role of the host for now. Um, they're going to try to use different hosts until they pick somebody who could be um, a regular host, but he is going to take over the, the duties for him. Um, the TV comic, the comedian Trevor Noah will be the host of the Grammy Awards, the 63rd Grammy Awards on CBS. He will be the host of that. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people are really backlash and giving a lot of bad, bad vibes about dancing with the stars. Now I haven't seen the show, um, I, I used to watch it many, many, many times with my wife, uh, but viewers and, and people who were on the show are just not happy with the way things are going with that program. So who knows what's going to happen with that. Um, told you about the weekend is going to be the Super Bowl halftime entertainment. If you guys were watching any of the Dallas Cowboys game yesterday, uh, saw a very, very interesting halftime performance from Kane Brown. And a lot of it was spectacular with lights and sound and a drum line, the cheerleaders, the whole nine yards. And what it really was, it was all pre-recorded uh, before then, because obviously you, they didn't want any performers on the field, things like that. So it was all kind of done, but the way they filmed it and the way it was all lining up just seemed so futuristic and it was very very cool to see that and you know he has a lot of great hits kane brown he's got a lot of great songs um some of them i had i had heard before i do listen to country music and some of them i haven't heard and i'm like wow he sings that song that's a really good song so uh kane brown yeah good good halftime performance yesterday from him so who knows what the weekend is going to be doing maybe that'll be done prior to the game and just inserted in if they're concerned about the covid 19 business uh just jumping back to sports real quick this just came across my uh my area here in the studio um nhl is looking now to start late january uh, the National Hockey League is looking to start late January with teams in regions. So having a regional type of format. And what they are also proposing is uh, you would play like a baseball type of schedule. So, for instance, 
the Boston Bruins would travel to New York and play the Rangers three games. Uh, the Rangers would travel to New Jersey and play the Devils two or three games. And then they would cut back on the traveling and be able to kind of keep them in one location and play the, the series that way. Um, again, it's about reinventing ourselves, gang. And it really comes down to in order to survive, we have to think that way. And I, and I really think that we are headed down that path. I think it's a correct path to go down. But as long as we all understand that the more that we can do to better ourselves, we're helping others as well. So in this, in this holiday season, we want to take some time and think about others, think about ourselves. Um, I'm a huge fan of the drum and bugle corps or marching arts world. I know a lot of these drum corps are suffering because they did not have an opportunity to perform in the summer of 2020. So if you are anyone who is connected to drum corps in some way, shape, or form, or you're new to the scene of drum corps or want to be a little bit more connected to a drum corps, you can go to dci.org and, and you can look at a host of drum corps. I know here in the Garden State, we have the Jersey Surf, uh, the Raiders Drum Corps, and we have senior corps such as the Hawthorne Caballeros, the Bushwhackers from Harrison, New Jersey. All of these corps can use it. We have the cadets in, in the area, originally from Garfield Cadets. Um, but they can all use a donation if we can spare a couple of extra bucks and help the, these corps out. Whether you go to their websites and buy a souvenir or help them out somehow, uh, I think in this holiday season, we can, we can help one another. I think we can help these drum corps survive because it's a wonderful activity for young people. It's a wonderful activity uh, to be involved with. Um, and it, it has given me a, a wonderful opportunity to become a better teacher and a better performer. Um, personally, I, I, that's what I feel I got out of drum corps. So again, very cool. If you can spare it and help, help out these organizations, if you just help out anyone in general, it's always going to be kind of cool. So again, holiday season is here. Let's have a glass of cheer and let's have love for one another and let's just do the right thing. Thank you so much for listening. This has been John Gillick. This is what to do. I look forward to being with you each and every Friday. Of course, you can catch this on Facebook. You can catch this through Twitter. And you can also go to buzzsprout.com if you want to catch this podcast. Again, thanks for being with me. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Have a wonderful rest of your weekend. May it be relaxing. May it be fun. May you enjoy. Thanks. See ya. <laughs>